Terra Wildhouse, requesting Captain Eok and company to portal into his manse high in the Lashan range. The group met the Lord President and spent time with him selecting a new custom blend of watch brew for the troops and determining which sort of white spread was on his short rectangular mustard green sandwiches. Imagine the Emperor from Amadeus, played by Jeffrey Jones, combined with John Graves Simcoe, played by Samuel Roque, from the Turn TV series. Captain Neok says his good nights to the Colonel and Inquisitor, who head off to their prepared quarters, and then notice, notices a priestess of the National Goddess with powerful aura and striking appearance. I will try and include a link to that. Her name is Thess Kimar. She is a former lesser goddess of women's liberation and anarchism, who has had bound spirits to herself prior to her conversion to the national goddess religion. She asked him to join her on the balcony overlooking the approach to the capital, Combo, White House, and Congress. He agrees. She then asks to access his memory of the home system. Lots of detail about stellar weather and effects upon the world from which the vista is seen. Hours passed as he tried to determine something in particular about the electromagnetic and hard radiation interaction. While she was grooving on the emotions this vista was el eliciting in her, he woke standing on the balcony, covered in dew, and her bidding him a good night of short hours before their briefing. He spent a PowerPoint to double his effective sleep rest. Wildhouse stood before him in what was almost certainly the Warlock's home, picture Robert Downey Jr. as Sherlock, and then have him drinking in Eok's appearance head to toe in a slow spiral around him as he is describing how he will have tailored clothes awaiting Eok when he arrives. The captain's dream is interrupted by a page informing him that breakfast preparations are underway. Eok is dressed by others and presented to the round table where the president Officials and foreign heads of state are already seated, and the colonel and the inquisitor just sitting. The president was aware of Wildhouse's breach of scry guards, and then, after the priestess reminded him that the goddess desired this meeting, the president had a short bit about how the sauce should be renamed Holiday Sauce. After all, who was Hollandaise? Everyone who bothered to chime in agreed, and the president declared it so. We held it there. Bonus round. The Lord President gifted Captain Eok with an ancient medal from this world, and said that he was interested to know whether, and hoped that, its power was greater than that of the warlock, Kerr Wildhouse. Upon arrival through the portal opened by the warlock through the capital's defenses, it became apparent that Wildhouse was more than a bit eccentric, and that he was thinly hiding his utter disdain for the colonel and inquisitor Kapow. 
The rooms on the side of the mansion overlooking the valley had a view of the small plateau where then-Lieutenant Eok had been crucified by the rebels and tormented by the star fiend. After a tense dinner with phantasmal guests from various periods of history, Kerr asked for permission to examine Eok's memory of the ordeal. The captain agreed against Kapow's urging. Wild House's memories of having watched the crucifixion were interpolated with Eok's memories and seemed to be raising the sexual sadist to a froth until the moment Eok had called upon his goddess. The warlock howled and yanked his hand from Tixa, and the odor of seared flesh filled the captain's nostrils. Eok opened his eyes to see the warlock holding his pink and blistered hand before Kara transformed into a dark shape and flew off towards the old-timey cage elevator. As the other two reached the captain, the dinner staff, now looking rather undead or otherwise unfriendly, appeared, armed, and moved in on them. The captain fired his pistol at one of the assailants and knocked it well unconscious, as well as dealing whole body damage from the arcane blast. Now there were five. The two hand-to-hand -hand fights, each with two foes on each NPC, imperiled them both, and only after Eok used a power point to fill, sorry, to fling away one who had attempted to tackle him to the ground, was he able to expend a second point to gather all the attackers into a heap atop the one he'd shot. Kapow ran inter interference for the colonel, but was grabbed by four of the five silent killers. Still in the same round, Tixa Yilk yanked the Inquisitor out of their grasp, and like a cleric repelling undead, forced them back until the three could enter the elevator car and begin the way up. We held it there. That's all, folks.